Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here for some fun Disney talk. Scott joins me today as we have the BOGP open line where we take your calls on the show that was recorded this past Sunday night, April 2nd, 2023. During this hour, we talk about the wrapping up of the 50th celebration down at Walt Disney World. And we have a theory as to why people are excited to see this celebration come to an end. We also talk about the wrapping up of Harmonious over at Epcot, Enchantment over at the Magic Kingdom, and again, why some people are sad to see these two fireworks shows go at the same time, and some people are just ready to move on to the next thing. We talk about that. We also get lots of great calls from our listeners talking about a uh, great trip report down uh, to the Contemporary. Mark calls us from up in Chicago to talk about Staying both Garden Wing and in the tower and doing a lot of fishing, eating over at Steakhouse 71, doing some after hours events. We talk about an upcoming cruise with Monkey Man up in uh, Canada. One of our great friends, he gives us some tips. If you're ever going to San Diego for a Disney cruise as well, you're going to want to hear those. And also uh, Michael calls from North Carolina to talk about his Easter trip that's coming up. Well, this weekend where they're not going to go into any theme parks, but they're going to do a pool day, rent a cabana at the Polynesian. They're going to have some great meals on Easter. They're going to go to Typhoon Lagoon. We talk about how a trip without theme parks can be one of the best trips of all. So we have lots of fun Disney talk for your Thursday. So thanks so much for being a part of the show. As always, our podcast is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan a great Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. That supports everything we do throughout the year. And a huge thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You let us put this show out three to four times a week, every week. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Coming over this week, Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the BOGP Open Line for Sunday night, April 2nd, 2023. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Sunday night to you or happy Thursday if you're checking us out. A little bit tardy on the feed. Glad to have you here either way. We're going to be taking your calls over the next hour at 407-413-9395. If you're tuned in live on Facebook or YouTube, again, if it is Thursday, don't call the number. Well, you can if you want. Nobody's going to pick up. It's fine either way. But we're going to have a good time talking Disney. I'm just back from Disneyland, but we can talk about anything you like in the Disney universe. And to do that, your buddy of mine, hashtag Scotty G's joining us from up in the mitten. What's up, Scott? Hey, Mike, glad to see you back from Disneyland. I loved following along. You were killing me. You were teasing me. I'm trying. I see your I'd see your Instagram post. Sometimes you'd te- you would text me privately and then that would just kill me even more <laughs> when I'm working. But um, we know what kills me more than that, though. At, at the time of this recording, it's April 2nd, which means it's the last night of Harmonious. It makes me so sad. I loved that show. It was well done. Um, yeah. You can do that trombone all you want. That show was incredible. Um, I just hope something good comes in replacement of it because I don't I don't know what they're gonna do, but we'll see what happens. But well, rest in peace, Harmonious. I loved you. I know. Can you believe it's gotten here that fast? Like when you said that, I you know, because I kept thinking, okay, well, Tron opens officially April 4th, right? Dude, yeah. April 4th. This is two days. Like 
I know. The day after tomorrow's recording. Like, I, I, I haven't even put that together. By the way, April 4th, final payment date for anybody sailing with us on the podcast cruise. Most people are paid in full at this point, almost everybody. But if you're hearing this and you're not paid in full, on Thursday, it's too late. Your reservation would have canceled. But if you're listening to it live here, got to pay by uh, by the 4th uh, at, at 5 o'clock Eastern. So make sure you do that. But anyway, real quick, though, we have one news story. And you mentioned Harmonious going away. And I want to get to this over at com just off the top because the Disney 100 celebration is going to take place at Epcot for Walt Disney World, which makes sense, kind of like the Millennium Celebration did as well. Ricky writes over there, just real quick, a little quick article. Uh, this year marks the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company, and to celebrate, they're marking the occasion with the Disney 100 celebration. Epcot's going to host uh, be the host part for this monumental milestone, and it will kick off later this year. Part of the celebration will be the debut of the Walt Disney sculpture that's going to be found near Spaceship Earth. This statue will be called Walt the Dreamer, and it'll be found in the World Celebration section of the park. In addition, a new light uh, nighttime spectacular will debut at Epcot later this year. The new show will invite everyone to gather around World Showcase Lagoon. The show will unite us through commonalities of the heart in a dazzling display of fireworks, lasers, music, and light. This new show will feature an original composition along with select songs from the Disney songbook. It'll remind us that we're more alike than different, connecting our hearts together as one. The new show will replace Harmonious, which will have its last performance on April 2nd. So that's going to be the uh, the, the ground uh, work there for uh, Disney 100. Of course, I was out at Disneyland seeing what they're doing for Disney 100, which we'll talk about later this week. Um, but this celebration is going to be a lot of fun for real quick. Let me just ask you, what do you think about that statue? We've seen it. Walt, the dreamer, where he's kind of, I'm so psyched for that statue. There. I love I'm it. psyched for the statue. I remember at D 23, whatever year it was that they showed it. I was like, that is going to be epic. Like, like, I, and like, didn't they show it? Didn't it come up somewhere recently at another D 23 event? Like people like could pose with it. I want to say, I, yeah, I think it was at, I think it. they had it at the contemporary for like some kind of a cast member, like appreciation yeah. banquet or something. It looked and, cool. Yeah. People got yeah. the pictures with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I like but it because it's kind of casual. In that article, though, I don't know if Ricky took the description from like Disney. It kind of sounded like Disney words. She but did. Like the gather around. I want it to be like gather around the fire. I know. That, dude, it that makes it like illumination. I know. It's teasing. I, I totally thought that. It, there was a lot of like that is teasing illuminations. Uh, the, I thought I there's like two or three different phrasings in gather there. Around the fire. I love that line by Jim. I think it's Jim. Is it Jim Cummings? I think does that. Like the voice of like Tigger and Pooh. Like I think he's the voice of uh, or was the voice of illuminations i just love that line it gives me chills Ugh. yeah that 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 yeah that first line just his voice his voice was perfect well, yeah exactly to gather <laughs> around the fire <laughs> exactly. so i don't good. know there's i mean you're talking about the perfect sound for the perfect place yeah. with, those with that background going? loop oh yeah that background loop in that particular song would be like do 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 it was like this big fanfare then it would like fade out yeah. and then get really mellow oh man so good, good evening <laughs> yes <laughs> You're here to gather tonight around the fire. <laughs> oh, I love it. Now, here, Allison brings up a great point, though, in the live chat. <laughs> yeah. Did you used to do that, though? I did that every time. All the time. Every time you had to blow it out, right? Then, Everybody probably did. Then I'd kind of be like, because the next thing would be like a tippity <laughs> yeah, drum roll. Yeah. <laughs> God. Oh, this is why we're best friends, man. This is what this hour is going to be about. We're just going to talk about illuminations. Remember that time at, at Disney camp? <laughs> Okay, let's stop. Anyway, Allison, though, in the live chat, she brings up a great point, though, because Enchantment's going away, Harmonious is going away. And we joke, 
but we're almost like in a different generation. And she says, and I, and I take this cause this is so true for so many people that she says last night of enchantment, she's got crying emojis. That was the first fireworks show that I shared with my son. And I think yeah. like I had that with wishes at the magic kingdom with Paige, you know? So when that went away, it was heartbreaking. I get it. Cause that was our thing. And it was happily ever after for Mallory, which I'm getting a reprieve on that one. Yeah. Wishes for me, a hundred percent. I've told countless stories about Emily, like seeing wishes, like at the California grill and like anywhere. And it just like melted my heart. Um, wishes will always be number one for me. And like enchantment just, I know it had a great connection for Allison and I'm sad that that's going away because you, you know, you have those song memories and things like that. I didn't have that connection with enchantment. That's my like Mike's harmonious for him. But, um, but yeah, it is, it is sad when these things go away that we get attached to. Unfortunately, we didn't get attached to these very long. Um, you know, cause it was just for 18 months. That's crazy to think that two fireworks shows that launched basically on the same day, Ending on the same day, just 18 months, all that effort, Mike, where we had illuminations for 20 years. Isn't that wild? Here's what I was thinking, though. Okay, here a theory. And I promise we're going to open up the phone lines in just a second because I want to hear what you think about my theory. I want to hear what Scott thinks about it real quick, too. Okay, the 50th, the most magical celebration on earth, whatever they call it, the 50th anniversary celebration for Walt Disney World just came to an end a couple days ago. Now we're moving into Disney 100 or the 100 Years of Wonder, I think is what it's called officially this new celebration that's going to be happening and it's both Walt Disney world and Disneyland. I think there's something to be said for all this stuff that came around during COVID. And I think that everybody just wants to move past it. No matter what it was, we just want to be like, I, I, I don't want to have anything to do with that. I just want to wash my hands of anything that came around around 2020. Even if it happened in like January of 2020 or February of 2020, I think everybody just has a negative connotation. And if you were kind of on the fence with Harmonious, bleh, get rid of it. Cause that's going to still remind me that it debuted in this kind of dark time, you know, and, and people want to go back to, you know, illuminations or wishes or happily ever after. Think about that. You didn't have park reservations. You didn't have um, genie plus you had free fast pass. Like it was just a, everybody perceives that as a better time in the world and a better time in the Disney, you know, Disney fandom. I don't know. This is kind of one of my theories that I think maybe there's a stigma tied to enchantment and harmonious and some of the other promotions too, because of the time and place where they debuted. Right. Yeah. I kind of see that. I mean, that's kind of like kind of feel about the whole 50th anniversary in general. Like yeah. I felt it just out outside. was like some couple of things. I mean, I liked harmonious a lot, but like the gold statues were nice, but they didn't like kick off. Like I thought they would like the castle on the other hand, I thought was gorgeous. I love the paint job and everything with the castle, the 50th emblem. Like that was really cool. But a lot of the stuff with the 50 just felt like it was rushed probably because it was, because there was time off during the early mm -hmm. days of COVID where there was no building, no projects were happening. And then it just felt really rushed. Like the merchandise came in so late, you know, you had like the shipping issues, things like that. So it just felt like as a whole, the anniversary just felt kind of flat for me. Mm -hmm. It didn't like really hit, even though I was there, I went there like seven, eight or nine times. I went there a ridiculous amount of times, but um, I'm kind of glad to see it over to be done with. So we can just kind of move on, make that our past. I'm sad to see Harmonious gone, but I know the new Epcot show is going to be spectacular. Looking really forward to that based on that like little read-up you just gave. But time to move on from the 50th, Mike. I think it's about that time. Yeah, I, I do want to hear your theory. So once we get these phone lines open here in a second, please call in and let us know. I mean, you know, because I just think that 
that people, and this could be totally wrong. This is just, you know, you ponder things when you're on a four hour flight back from LA and you just, you're filled with, I was filled with joy. Disneyland for some reason brings me so much joy. I think it's because everything to me out there was, is still so new. Cause again, this is only my second trip. And, but this time, like when I got there, I kind of knew like what I was doing a little bit. Cause this is my second time at the Disneyland hotel. Okay. So I knew I was in the fantasy tower. I knew what the difference, I knew the names of the towers. I knew where the workout room was. Didn't have to ask. Um, I knew how to walk through downtown Disney. I knew security was here. Like I felt comfortable. Like I felt like I belonged yet. I, I did a bunch of stuff that I hadn't done still. Like I'd never done space mountain without the star Wars overlay. I'd never done web slingers. Um, you know, a lot of stuff that I had never done the food and wine festival out there, a lot of new yeah. stuff, but it was, I, I felt like I was just happy because it felt comfortable quick and you've been there many times, but it's just, there's something you got about to see, that place. I was so glad that you got to see like a Friday night local invasion. Oh my you God, were like, dude, you I could like, not believe it. Me that night, like you, I can't believe how busy it is. I'm like, Mike, <laughs> it's a Friday night in Southern California. That's what people do. They get off of work. They ask their family, what do you want to do? What right. do you want to eat? Like, Oh, let's get a bite at Disneyland. All right, let's go. Like it's yeah. crazy. Like how like the crowds just come in, like after like four, four, four o'clock and you, and you saw it and it was, I'm I was kind of glad that you were able to experience the locals come in. Yeah. Cause I was there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then flew home Saturday morning, super early. And I, I'm no kidding. I took a nap like Friday at like two and I went, I woke up at five to go back to the parks. Dude, everybody in Southern California was in downtown Disney or those two parks. It was yep. nuts. But I mean, it was fine because I'd written, you know, at that point I was like, you know, on house money. Well, those people everything. aren't even writing anything either. They're just there no, to hang out. For real, like, like, like you did. Yeah. I was doing fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking about your bench in right. cars land. I like that's what land. they do. Yeah. I sat in cars land and just like shot, you know, video of Mater and the Shaboom. And I was just like loving it. I was like, watching like old couples, getting their picture by, you know, the On old Friday car. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was just like, you know, I can almost picture like what Walt had envisioned. Like it was like a park, you know, like instead of it being, you're trying to ride as many rides as yeah. you could. It was like a place where people just wanted to be. It didn't matter that's if you didn't do anything. Yeah. It was just a well park. said. Yeah, that's well said. And that's how, that's the vibe I get every time I'm at Disneyland. And I love it. You know, it's just like, I feel like that I've said this so wrong so many times and it's so wrong, but like, the guests at Walt Disney World like kind of ruin the experience sometimes. Like they ruin some of the magic. Like everyone is like wanting something, you know, or like they're screaming at cast members or like whatever. Like it, the guests at Walt Disney World like could behave a little bit better. You don't see that at Disneyland that much. Everyone just like is so friendly with each other. They're so happy to be in the park. And like I just love that vibe. It's so good. Well, it's a hundred percent. Like I, yeah, but because I, I talked to a few people about this, like in line, because everybody talks to you, especially if you're by yourself. They're like, hey, you know, I had my cardinal stuff on. You from Missouri? You from yeah, you know, because you know it's great. And they're so like, well, you go to Walt Disney World. So you know, I said final theory. I came up with everybody at Walt Disney World seems to be like trying to wring every like ounce of their vacation out. Like they're just trying to make sure they get every ounce of that value out of their vacation. They're going to squeeze it so hard to make sure they don't, they go home and they did everything they could. If Walt Disney World or Disneyland, it's just kind of like, I'm just going to let it come to me. You know, what yeah. I get, I get. It's so nice. It's, it makes, <laughs> it just makes you feel so much better. Like going into a vacation or just hanging out there. Yeah. You're, I like the way you explain that. Um, but yeah, you're spot on. It was, it was, I mean, Walt Disney World's fun too. I mean, don't give me wrong. I love it all. It's just, it, there's such a different vibe. Like so much more work. It's so much work. There's so much bigger expectations. I know it's going to be Friday. So we're going to talk about this all again tomorrow, but 
Yeah. But hey, yeah. Wait, we have our first caller. Let's uh, let's open up those phone lines. It's 407-413-9395. You can be on after this caller, but who's the first caller tonight? Big Mike, Scotty G, and the Monkey Man from Canada. Hey, oh, wow. Yes. We took care of the Blue Jays today here down in uh, lovely St. Louis. So, uh, yes, but I mean, yes, you're a Dodgers fan, so it's all good. We, we lost to the D-back, so what are you going to do? So, <laughs> so I got home. I took that super early flight yesterday morning back to St. Louis. Yeah. But if I would have known Kershaw was pitching against Baumgartner at Dodger Stadium last night, dude, I'd have stayed an extra <laughs> night. I didn't realize and it. what about Dang. what about Trey Turner going for three dingers uh, in one game? Watched it. Easy. We watched it on MLB Network last night. My daughter was going crazy. I'm like, dude, that guy, he he could do the uh he could hit for the home run cycle tonight because he he was on track. On fire. So anyway, what's going on? Right? Right? We got my, him in the left Dodgers center, are, right? My, <laughs> it was all over. My Dodgers yeah. are three thousand miles away. The games end at two in the morning here. And I watch every one of them. Uh, yeah, be it, well, I'll, I'll just say like being on the West coast when you're from the Midwest is a trip. Like I'm like, kept telling my wife, yeah. like, why are you going to bed so early? She's like, dude, it's 11 o'clock. I'm like, I'm just getting dinner. It's weird. I, I know this isn't a sports show, but I need to get to the most important thing before I tell you some news that I have. And that is there's room on the San Diego state bandwagon for you guys. Feel free to join and uh, let's root for them Aztecs. Final four, oh, you know, baby. I'm all in for the Aztecs. I love San Diego. Yeah, like, you do. That's my town, so I'm all in. Yeah, and yeah. as am I. I be, love it. As am I, because I met tons of San... There were San Diego State people everywhere at Disneyland, because you know, I was obviously wearing their gear uh, this past week, and I would talk to yeah. you know folks in line that had their gear on, and we had kind yeah. of adopted them before that, because my wife, she has a theory that their players look like they're all like she calls them almost like the Jamaican bobsled team because they look like track runners. <laughs> like they look like they they're basketball players, but they could all play like a second sport. Like she says, this guy looks like he could push the, 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 the bobsled. And this guy looks like he's a 400 meter hurdler. Cause they're just, they look like just superior athletes to anybody. A couple of, a couple of times during the tournament, they look like men playing against boys. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, the one guy's legs. They're going to have their hands full with UConn. Oh yeah. Either. Totally. I was so happy to see a California team beat a Florida team, though. That that, that was awesome for me. <laughs> Monkey Man, I got well, Scotty, Monkey Man, I gotta tell I you gotta something. I gotta tell you, man. Oh. I, I've never rooted for Michigan State, although I love you guys for giving us magic way back in the day. But man, my heart broke for you in this tournament. I was I was I was kind of sidelined rooting for you guys, and I knew that had to hurt. It, it hurt, man. That one <laughs> that stung against Kansas State. That 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 flashy good, like getting all those assists and yeah. Um oh. that one hurt. But it, what a, it game. Was a good game. That was, was, was one of the best game. games of the, of the tournament. Yeah. Yep. I get a text from Mike and Wade um, right as overtime starts because they know not to talk to me yeah. during these games. Once they lost, so I, didn't, I did not text Scott for 36 hours because that's our rule. Dude, if your team loses, you don't even talk. You just they both give send me time. a text at OT. <laughs> and they're like, what a game. I'm I, like, could, I was like, this. And I was like, this is the best basketball game I've ever seen. Like, it really stinks to be whoever loses. I'm going to feel sorry for them and end up being me, but that's okay. Uh, but speak, Monkey Man, can I tell you something going, real quick? Speaking of going quiet, I was I I was bragging on my Dodgers last season that we were the best team, 110 wins, and then when they folded against the Padres, I told my wife I'm unsubscribing to MLB Network TV, and here I resubscribe today. <laughs> it happens. It happens to the best of us. All right, I got news, boys. Let's First hear it. off, uh, big big Mike, thank you so much for helping me and my wonderful wife for our thirtieth wedding anniversary. We're going to go on our very first Disney cruise in January. 
stoked yes. about that. And you've been such a help. Congratulations. Uh, but as, as you know, last year we did a, cause she, she is now getting into retirement mode for, uh, for teaching, even though she still looks like a kid. So we took, I got, I, Hey, I have, I have a, I have a wife like that too. She looks 21, but she's talking retirement in the next few years. I don't know what's up it's with that. Crazy. I know. We, we married up. We definitely <laughs> I get totally. Up. I'm saying, I just don't tell you, know, you know, I gotta be quiet so she doesn't figure it out. And, and, <laughs> so anyways, at the end of last year, we did, we did a four week trip to California. We had about three different times to Disneyland had about, I don't know, seven or eight days at Disney and DCA and, and did a Halloween and Christmas. And it was great, but I have another bucket list thing that I've always wanted to do. So this summer we're driving from, Canada down to Chicago and we're going to drive route 66 all the way to Los Angeles and then be out there for about five weeks. It's going to be an amazing trip. Holy, you need to talk to my dad because my dad drives at the beginning of the football season. He drives from St. Louis to LA to take the gear. And then the last game yeah. he drives back and he takes that route. Yeah. He takes the Southern route because of the snow in the, in January. On the way out, we're doing all those traditional stops. We're going to do it kind of quickly, but we're going to, we're going to do all the, you know, some of the things that you just, I've always wanted to see, but on the way driving back to Canada at the end of July, we're going to just meander, uh, and just take our time going through. So what I wanted, so, and then of course, while we're in California, we're going to be doing Disneyland and DCA and all that, and a, a Dodger game. But I wanted to tell you, Mike, that we're coming through St. Louis Either before you go on your uh, podcast cruise early July, or we're going to be also coming back through at the end of July. So I'm hoping to meet up with you and, and Absolutely. Uh, give you a hug and a handshake. Absolutely. That's what I was going to say. I was like, oh my God, July. We're hopefully it's not the like one week we're down at Walt Disney World or on the cruise. But yeah, if it, as long as we're here, and I hope we will, I'm going to take you out to dinner here in St. Charles, right outside of St. Louis, right on the Missouri River. We're going to do it right. Oh, my God. We'll have fun. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm so excited. And anyways, and, and Scott, I just wanted to tell you, man, I know you uh, you just came onto the podcast world in the last year, but, you know, I worked 15 years in radio, bro, and you have the chops. You've really added a lot. Not that Mike hasn't done a great job. We all love him. We know him and love him. But you, the two of you together... It's just been a really enjoyable ride, and I hope it just it never ends. And uh, just thank you guys for all the time that you guys put in. And Scott, you, I think you found your second calling, brother. <laughs> well, I appreciate I appreciate that, monkey man. But there's something I gotta tell you really quick though that I think you'll get a kick out of this. So, you know how I love San Diego. I love visiting San Diego area, and you gave me yes, one sir. of the best. You gave me one of the best food recommendations of my life with the <laughs> Old Town Mexican Cafe. <laughs> Yes, Old Town Mexican Cafe where they make the homemade tortillas and it is just amazing. So homemade it's unbelievable. corn tortillas. Yes. The corn tortillas, yes. But it's a yes. you wouldn't believe like how many people reach out to Mike and ask for my email address yes. to ask for like San Diego <laughs> tips. Which I love. San I love Diego that. Scott. Yeah, so I because I love that town, so I have plenty of recommendations. I tell every single one of them about the old town Mexican cafe, and they all respond back, like, oh my god, that was the best place I've ever been to. So and that's all thanks to you. You you now have street cred in Southern California, my yeah, friend. He does. <laughs> exactly. And when he wears his Padres hat, you know he's uh, we call him Ron Burgundy. You know that's what yeah. he is. I would put my I would put Stay my classy. Padres hat on. But Monkey Man's a Dodgers guy, so I'll wait. Yes. Stay classy, Scott uh, Gardner. Before before I let you go, I'll just give you another quick tidbit of information. Uh, I was listening to you guys a couple weeks ago, and you threw out the name Hodad's Burger, right? 
Did and, I? Which is like one of the best burgers in the world. I mean, it's, it's just amazing. But I got a I got a pro tip for you. Okay. So, your listeners, if you go to San Diego and you bug you bug Scotty to find out where to go, there's going to be a lineup out the door. Don't get in that line. Go walk right inside, walk right up to the cash register and order your burger to go and take it out to the beach, which is one block away. You won't have to wait two hours in line. That's a good tip. That sounds like good to me. I'll, I'll... And having a burger at the beach sounds yeah, fantastic. I'm saying, well, yeah, <laughs> right, I don't see what's right. wrong with that at all. And, yeah. and then another thing I wanted to tell you, Mike, and then I'll let you go because I, I know you got all kinds of callers, but I just... I, it's turning into a food podcast, but you know I'm a fat chef. I love talking well, yeah. about food. Hey, man, we can talk cupcakes. Well, Hodad, yeah, it's too much. Hodad, yeah. They talk about the bacon burger, right? But I don't know if you realize this or not, <clears throat> but they actually do something to the bacon that they change the scientific uh, quality of it. And they I don't know if they render it down, boil it down, whatever, but they actually, it's not a bacon strip. They actually rearrange it. And when they're done, it's actually like a burger patty, but a real thin, crispy burger patty. And it sits in your burger. I don't know how they do it. It's some kind of magic in the kitchen, but it's not just bacon strips that they pile on there. So you you definitely, when you're there, you got to try it. And Kelly in the live chat says she had Hodad's last summer. It's great, all caps. And she says it's a fun location. So you are are on. The chat room is reacting, Jonathan. (laughs) Well, any... Any other tips you need about food from a fat man, just reach out to me. I'll let you know. <laughs> I love you, brother. Hey, thank you so much for taking the time to call. Congratulations on 30 years. You're going to have a great time on that cruise, and we're doing dinner in July. Peace out, brother. See have you, buddy. Go Dodgers. Take care, buddy. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they're playing He's the Cardinals. fun to talk to. Yeah, I love is. talking to that guy. Unless they're playing the Cardinals. Yeah, how, how how the Tigers do uh, the first series? No, we're not going to talk about it. I know we're not going to talk about it. Do you know? I, yeah, I do yeah, know. Okay. I, I did see. Uh, we're not it's going to be another one of those years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you got Miggy. Okay, we have our next caller on the line. Hey, who's joining us? Hey, guys. It's Michael in Charlotte. Hey, Michael. What's going on? How are things down in uh, North Carolina tonight? It's, uh, yeah, nice, nice weekend. Uh, yard work. Um, yeah, pretty can't complain. Typical... Uh, Typical spring uh, day here, so it's, it was really nice. Yeah, the I can't yard do yard work for like another month. I'm saying it, it's <laughs> it, it, it's here, but I'm like put it. I probably eh, probably another week, and then it's it's time. I'm trying to hold it off. It's going to be 82 on Tuesday, so it's time. Now you just said, oh, we're oh, oh. we're 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 having to mow like my neighbors and I. We're having to mow like twice a week now because it's you know it just comes in so thick in the spring. We have fescue here. in our neighborhood yep (laughs) and yeah i mean you if you if you wait a week you're like you're screwed you you have (laughs) to so it's uh it it, it'll die off a little bit you know it'll it'll thin out a little bit uh in in may but uh this is the time of year it's like twice a week yep that dang i'd rather mow twice a week than have to deal with like the winners i do i'm with you i'm totally with you though i have (laughs) a tractor i'm good hey so we want to talk about we got the disney uh disney universe because we've talked food we've talked san diego we've talked sports we need to hit some disney well yeah i got some so i got two two things Uh, we are heading to disney this thursday uh this coming thursday so we're excited about that kids are kids are on spring break uh starting friday um so I, I can touch on that for a minute because we're we're actually not we don't have our annual passes they've expired we just didn't want to um, didn't want to you know plunk down the money for 
um, to renew four of them. Mm-hmm. So we're, uh, we're ticketless. Um, but yeah, we're looking forward to it. We're, we're going to stay at the Polynesian. We hadn't stayed there. It's been a number of years, probably about five years. And, um, we just have a, you know, we're going to Typhoon Lagoon one day. Um, we are, we've got a cabana rented one day at the, at the quiet pool, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. we've never been to I that pool that. at Polynesian. Oh my God. That's the best. That's one so, of my, I put it in my pool list that we did the other day with the draft. And getting a cabana at that pool is that's going to be the, one of the best days of your trip. I love it. That's so good. Yeah. And Scott, it's so, che- I mean, I say so cheap. I mean, I think everybody listening has a, you know, can, can relate. <laughs> Sliding I mean, scale. hundred bucks for the day. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, so no, bad. That, that's a steal. So we were there once and I couldn't get a cabana. And I was like, so frustrated. Like, I just want a cabana here. Cause like, as you were saying, Michael, like it's a pretty affordable price. There were two families that booked them out every day for their whole trip. Even if they weren't going to be there, they just like, they basically made their room reservation, then booked, made their cabana reservation for the same week. And it was killing me, but oh. yeah, it's definitely affordable though, for sure. So, so I'll tell you our, um, with our Easter Sunday, I, I, I can't think of a better, a better lineup that we have right now. We're going to Art Smith's for an early brunch. Oh. <laughs> then we have the cabana. And then we got our 845 reservation at Beaches and Creek. Oh, like, oh, I mean, man. You know, that's like, that might can be I tag along in this? Could, can, could I mean, I can make my way down for Easter really quick. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Well, because here, yeah. here's, here's where that, this is where people might not be connecting the dots, but this is where it, it totally works because my rule is that on Easter, you have to have deviled eggs. And Art Smith's Homecoming has the best, they're called Church Ladies Deviled Eggs. Those things are so good. I mean, you got to be a deviled egg yeah. person. That I mean, right there, that that hits I'll your Easter quota, and then you're good, man. And then after you eat all that, just sit at the pool all day, and then no, I, I kind of oh, then, then it's like I'm kind of getting a little sweet tooth. Head over to Beaches and Cream, have a burger later on when and you get hungry. Be, again, um, and ice cream. What I would oh. do because I'm a golfer, I would be watching the Masters from that cabana. Oh yeah, <laughs> that would just be, and then go to Beaches oh, and Cream yeah. later that night. So good. That's that that just plussed it up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah, he just does. Have the, just have the masters on in the background, like because that's just relaxing as it is. You're in the cabana. You're just relaxing from that great meal at Art Smith's. Jim pool Nance. time. We're, we're get a down. get a lapu lapu from the bar. <laughs> we're approaching. Oh. We're approaching eighteen. Uh, uh, caddy uh, about to win the masters. <laughs> Michael, Michael's Michael's on his third hour of napping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It, yeah, it's like third third sunshine margarita. Probably. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> I like it. So, um, yeah, so we're so we're uh, just kind of kind of doing that. We hope to check out um, uh, Villains Lair. I think Scott, um, I think you had mentioned that at one point. Maybe you guys had gone up there, but um, we haven't been up there yet. So we're we going to try to kind of go oh, up there early. Not made it up there yet. You talking top of the world? Really catch the fireworks. Yeah, I, I've been, I, I was there. I was there last month to the top of the world with the uh, the villains layover, uh, whatever it's called, overlay. It's pretty cool. One of our agents put on the, cool. uh, there was like a Cruella de Vil coat, like on a stand. It was actually, I think, just supposed to be a prop by the door where you went in and she ended up having it on. So I think she got in trouble. So don't do that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty nice. I mean, it, do- it's, it, it's just like top of the world was prior to this just with some props and the weight weight staff has you know top hats on and i mean they they look cool but it 
I mean, it seemed the same to me as it was back when we went and got the chocolate cake, whenever that was a couple summers ago. Yeah. So Michael, so just to confirm, yeah, gonna, so we like, have not, yeah, go ahead. Scott. I was just, so, so no tickets. So the only like part thing you're really going to do is that uh, typhoon night. And like, I've always talked about this, like that seems like a fun way to do a vacation. Cause there's so many like relaxing things you could do like outside the parks. And I think, I think you're really going to enjoy that trip, but I understood that, right? Like you're not doing like a one day ticket to any other parks or anything like that. No, we, and we've done that last Easter. We did this. We had, um, we had the DVC. Yeah. I think they're the equivalent of the Florida, the gold passes is yeah. what they were. Um, yeah. and we were actually blocked out last, um, Easter, but we still went down and we kind of did a similar trip as well. We went to Typhoon Lagoon and just did shopping and eating. Um, we, I mean, it, it, it we really like those. I mean, we, we like the parks as well, but, um, but we still, we like, you know, I've heard you guys mention it uh, a bunch of times too. And we've crossed over into that line where we, we enjoy the resorts mm-hmm. more than, you know, more than the parks. Um, just sitting at the pool and, and, and just relaxing. It just feels like more like vacation. Yeah, right? it, 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 You know what it does even before the trip, yeah. it takes a lot of stress away. Like as soon as you're worried about what day you're going to go to what theme park and what attraction you want to do and a virtual queue for Tron and not that this stuff isn't fun. You know, you want to get on Cosmic Rewind over at Epcot and you want to try to get an ADR at Chefs de France. All of a sudden, you know, you got to really start putting these puzzle pieces together in a certain and specific way where the way you're doing it, you have ultimate flexibility because you don't even have to have a theme park reservation to go to Typhoon Lagoon. You can go whatever day you want, you know, and I mean, you have some ADRs, but you can flip those around, especially now with the more lenient ADR policy. You know, you're not really tied down to anything. You get there, you just do what comes your way that day. And it's really, I mean, it, it's kind of, a, you know, for somebody that's like a commando theme park person that really wants to, like I said, like, or like squeeze that vacation, make sure you get everything out of it. It's the opposite. You're just there to just relax and, you know, let's do some stuff. And at, and at the Poly Beach with Happily Ever After coming back, you can still watch the fireworks show from, from without having the ticket too. So that's going to be awesome as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. We haven't. We um we watch the the shows from usually in the summer from Grand Floridian. Even if we have tickets, a lot of times we'll we'll we won't stay for fireworks and we'll go back and get you know get ice cream at Gasparillas and kind of sit out and watch it. Um, Less crowded yeah, that way. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, that's um, a great way to do it, Michael. I like the way you travel. I like it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, I'll let you know. Hopefully, it, you know, and like you said. There's, there's not really a huge plan, so it doesn't really have to go as planned. It's just uh, we're going to go and and uh, and relax and have some beverages by the pool and and get some food and do a little shopping. Uh, as long as it, I hope that weather cooperates, so, hey, it's like perfect. Guys, sw- go ahead, go ahead. Oh, sorry, uh, switching topics. Uh, you guys have been you really you really amped up the old fashioned talk on the podcast. I love it. This dude, but they're good. <laughs> I like, I, so I like, we got, we got our boy hooked. Mike, Mike is, I mean, he's got a bottle, a bottle of bourbon now in the house. Like, I do. I don't know what kind it is, but I do, ago. I do have a, a brown alcohol in my pantry. <laughs> That's great. You should, everyone should have one. So I was, um, I, I had a, a company, uh, a conference to go to, uh, a few weeks ago and it was in Nashville and, so I went up a couple of days early to Kentucky and did just did some bourbon stuff. Um, was supposed to have some, some buddies go with me. It didn't work out. So I'm like, well, shoot, I'm going to go. And now I'm not on anybody's timetable. I'm just going to go around and, and do some stuff. And 
I was going to tell you that because uh, you guys have been talking about the old fashioned class on the uh, on the cruise coming up. And I did a mixology class at which was basically old fashioned at, at the Woodford distillery. Um, and it was awesome. It, it, was, it was really so cool. Good. Yeah, that would be fun. Uh, and Woodford is one of my favorites too. So that, that sounds awesome. <laughs> I have no idea what it is, but yeah. I trust, I trust you and I trust Scott. So it usually gets me in trouble though. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll, I'll, Mike, I'll email you the, uh, I took, so we um, basically was set up where there was a bartender in the front. There was like 10 people in this class and, and they, she, and she made like, they used all five of their readily available bourbons and, she made different old fashions with them using their bitters that obviously they, they want you to go over to the gift shop and buy after yeah. the class. Yeah. But, um, but it was just a really good mix. I mean, there was one, uh, I'll just tell you one and I'll, I'll send you the pictures of the recipe cards. Um, and it, if you want to pass it on to Scott as well, or I can post it, but, um, it was, uh, it was their malt, their malted, uh, whiskey. It's in a blue label. She mixed that with, um, a brown sugar, simple syrup, a vanilla extract, uh, or mm. some vanilla extract and some chocolate bitters and they shaved cinnamon over it. And you, you would think that that would be like too sweet. And it was like, uh -huh. you, you smelled it. It smelled phenomenal, but you tasted the whiskey more than anything else. Like you should. And you just tasted hints of the other stuff. It was, it was amazing. Oh my gosh. It sounds so good. <laughs> I agree though. It sounds a little sweet, right? But, um, but yeah, if it really enhances the flavor of the bourbon, then I'm all for it. So that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was it was good stuff. So I'll I'll send those over because I took a picture of all the the recipe cards. Okay. And, yeah, I'd appreciate that. I'll um, pass it on like, to Scotty. Like, Mike, that's going to be yeah. up in a, in a few weeks, well, in a few months, man. It on the is. Ship. It is. But here's the deal. Like, here's how much of a rookie I am. Like, okay, so I got excited because I saw that there was an old fashioned class, and it, it's really expensive though compared to compared to like mixology. It's just like forty bucks or. The tequila back in the day, that's how long we've been doing this. Used to be like 20 bucks, like for the tequila that. tasting. It was like 20 bucks. This, thing's a, this thing's a hundred bucks. This old fashioned class. But I, I, here's how much I know about, about this stuff. I didn't even realize because there's also a bourbon tasting. I had no idea that bourbon is, I, I didn't make the connection that bourbon is what's in an old fashioned. So I was like, I don't like that. <laughs> I, was, I didn't better. sign up. So I'm going to try to beg in. Yeah. yeah. I'll get on the ship. I'm, like, I'm in a bourbon tasting yeah. on night one. And I'm in that old fashioned one on the last night. So <laughs> we'll see. It's all I'm right. going to be, I got a beer tasting too, somewhere in there. Yeah. Too, I don't but. do beer. Beer stinks. I can't get past the smell. Well, I mean, because, yeah, because Budweiser is nasty and you yeah, live probably, in Budweiser. That's probably it. Yeah. The brewery smells like booty. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's gross. Anyway. Well, hey, Michael, well, we appreciate the call and thanks for that uh, tip. And I'll be looking for that recipe and I'll pass it on to Scott. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll uh, we'll make one over FaceTime and let you know how it goes. Yeah. And give us a call on how that this trip, the the no, the tickle this trip sounds really interesting to me. We'd love to hear how your Easter yeah. and everything goes. So, yeah, totally. Yeah. And hey, and, and hopefully I'll run into you guys that uh, we're not able to do the cruise because we have some other stuff we're doing at Disney um, when you guys are on the cruise. But we're going to be there that week uh, before and after, I think, the cruise. So oh. uh, and we're going to be staying at the Beach Club. So I know I ran into you guys uh, last time, I think before COVID. But so, yeah, um, maybe we'll run into each other and I'll be, be happy awesome. to buy you both an, an old fashioned. Oh. That'd be cool. We'll have one. We'll definitely have we'll one. Have That'd one. be great. Yeah, we'll have yeah. one. That'd yeah. be great. I'll be at the we'll Grand Floridian. We can go to Enchanted Rose or we can go to Martha's Vineyard over at the Beach Club, wherever. Like, I'll, I'll be down. So, yeah, we'll it, yeah. we'd like that. That'd yeah. be great. All right. Well, Michael, have All a great right, trip and happy, happy Easter to the family.
Thank you. you all too. right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, man. Great calls. We got it so all far. tonight, Mike. We got the sports. We got the food. We got the drinking. We got a little bit of Disney in Dude, there. we're getting some recipes. We're getting everything. All right. We got oh, our next oh. call. We got a friend of the show just back from Walt Disney World. And I think there's actually seven fish left in Bay Lake at this time. Mark Yorks. Mark, what's going on, buddy? Hey, hi, Mike. Hey, Scott. Hey, Mark. Good to hear from you. What's going on? Yeah, and I, and I brought back the uh, the typical Disney World cold, too. So Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a souvenir that is uh, almost a requirement. It's from all those bass you're yep. holding, you know. <laughs> yeah, and, it's what you get for kissing the fish. <laughs> That's exactly it, right? <laughs> I kissed one one time, and I didn't like it. I don't, you know, I'm not Katy Perry or whatever. I was like, ugh, slimy. Because <laughs> <laughs> you guys, are, peer, peer pressure is a thing, people. I'm telling you, when you go on a fishing excursion at Walt Disney World, they're easy to catch. I'll tell you that. They, everything's easy. They'll bait your hook. They'll put you in the right spot. All you really got to do is cast your rod. Boom. You'll get a fish eventually. Or you a just bird. Got, or bird or turtle. Beside the point. But when you get your fish, man, peer pressure, you do got to kiss that sucker. And it's gross. I'm just saying, I'm not a fisherman. <laughs> but it was fun. <laughs> so I, how was your trip? How's the contemporary? Because I know Scott, I mean, he, he loves that place. I, I love that hotel. Um, it, I couldn't be happier with I, I was garden wing for the first five nights and then in the tower with the fireworks view for the second five night. And I enjoyed both of them equally. Yep. They're both good. I still haven't stayed there. Yeah. I got to make that happen. Maybe before the cruise. I haven't booked my hotel yet. Yeah. And I mean, being able to walk from the Magic Kingdom, which really I actually ended up, it was the funny thing was I ended up only doing that once, I believe. But being able to take the monorail to the Polynesian, get some snacks, you know, Trader Sam's, being able to go to the Grand Floridian, you know, and just being able to do that loop, the convenience factor alone is why I love that, that hotel. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the rooms? What do you think of the decor? Because it has that Incredibles uh, overlay now. I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. And, and I've stated both the Garden Wing and the Tower before. Um, I like the redo completely. It's it's so much brighter um, from a style perspective. And they got rid of the the one thing that I hated the most about the Contemporary. They used to have these horrible sinks. They were real shallow and they were square. So they would splash anything, you know, as soon as you turn the faucet on, you'd get splashed. Um, they got rid of those. So that was nice. And, and in the tower, I ended up in a room that had a tub, not a walk-in shower. I, I ended up taking a bath the one night, just soaking nice. in a nice hot water, hot bath, because the tub was long enough for me to, to do it. You know, I'm six foot, a little more than six foot. And I was able to fully lay down in that thing. I was, Okay. okay, so my question is, did you take the monorail to Grand Floridian and go to Basin and get a bath bomb before you had that? Yes, that's how, I was like, yeah, that's how you got to do that. Uh, you know, you should have. I, I didn't think of that. That would have been that would have been a great every, idea. Every time we have a room with a bath, I always get a couple bath bombs and take a bath like you did because like they're awesome. <laughs> Pro hey, tip. I, I didn't think of that. I could have, yeah, I could have done my best Patrick Mahomes. Yes, that's exactly what I was just thinking. That commercial where he's just dropping those things in the bubbly. Boom, boom. Awesome. Oh, so, Mark, where was the where was the best fishing spot? Yeah. Like, didn't you do one that you haven't done before on this trip? He's not telling. No, I, so I, I've done them all of those before. Um, okay. The the best fishing spot for this past trip was actually Disney Springs. Um, 
but well, that close tie with that and Epcot. Epcot was was really good that day that I was there. It was it was a strange trip. That first morning that I was there, it was 50 degrees and windy, and we fished Caribbean Beach, and it was I was wearing gloves, I had a knit winter hat on, I had four layers on, and I was still cold. And we oh man, and then. The next two days were absolutely perfect temperatures, and then it started hitting 90s, and it was 92, 91 degrees every day. Wow. So the fishing started out slow, got better, and then towards the end, it tailed off again. Didn't you have, you had, like, was it your last day or, like, one of the last days where it was super foggy? Like, you couldn't even go out, right? You had to kind of wait for the fog to burn off a little bit? Yeah, that was that was this past Tuesday morning. Um, I went... I, when I turned on the TV, I was getting ready. It was like, I got up at five 30 and they're talking about how foggy it was. And I opened the, the curtains and I couldn't see the magic kingdom. Yeah. I couldn't it happened to me when I was there for the Thanksgiving. Stop. I was like, where did the castle go? <laughs> exactly. Where did everything go? I couldn't even see the stoplight at the at world drive and then the contemporary drive there. That's how foggy it was. So when I got downstairs and got outside, we ended up sitting out there. We couldn't see discovery Island. And it was almost two hours later by the time they finally were able to get the boats out and come get us. That's so crazy. did Mark fish with you on one of those days too? Or was that the day? So, yeah, he fished with me Tuesday as my guest. That's yeah, one of nice. his days off. Okay. Um, and then last week, uh, the, the previous week, he was my guide twice. Oh, awesome. Two out of, the, two out of three days, those, yeah, those days, so... He took care of Very cool. Very cool. He's a cool guy. Yeah. He, he made, he made yeah. fish. Well, fortunately I was with you and him cause I don't know what I'm doing with fishing, but both, you know, all the times I've gone with you a few times, we had a blast, you know, cause we got to take Paige and Hannah went that one. Phil's time. come with <laughs> Phil, us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're probably like, Oh my gosh, it's rookie hour when we're out there with you. We have a good time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, we had a great, yeah. We always have a great time. And the funny thing was, is the, the first morning I go down there, and um, I start talking to a, a gentleman that I thought when I first walked up, I thought was Mark sitting at the table there at the, at the marina. And it turned out to be a guest from, I think he said he was from Philly, um, that was actually staying in the Bay Lake Tower. But he would he was just coming down there just to enjoy the morning. And I got to talking to him, and then Mark came, and we got to talking to the three of us. So he ended up, that guy, this guy Todd, ended up coming and joining me on my uh, fishing excursion the, the following morning. I'm like, that's awesome. Mark was saying, he's like, yeah, you're making friends all over the place. That's awesome. That's Today, what it's all about. That, that is really cool. That is super cool. You know, you might just as well. Yeah, heck yeah. There's room on the boat. <laughs> so how was the food? So I know you, um, I know you went to Steakhouse 71 a few times. Any other like highlight meals or anything like that? So that was the funny thing. I that was the only place that I ended up keeping ADRs before I left, and it is the only sit-down restaurant I ate the entire ten days I was there. I had three dinners and a uh, breakfast there. I mean, it's convenient, right? It I mean, is. it's right there. So exactly convenient, and I love the food every time. You know, um, and and. The, I didn't end up actually keeping the actual ADRs I had. I did a walk-up for dinner the first time, and then the second time I went early, and, and like an hour and a half early, and they were able to take me. And while I was at that meal, I ended up making reservations for my last night. 
I was taking Mark and his wife to dinner. And I got a reservation for 7.30. Then in talking to them, they were asking if, you know, possibly we could do it earlier. And I tried moving it up, couldn't. We got there. We met at uh, 6 o'clock. 20 minutes later, we were seated and getting our meal. That is a good place. I Yeah, I, I like that place. The, the, there's like a sampler that I had at breakfast a couple months back. Super good. Uh, I was oh, like, that, that weekend? That, yeah. That, yeah. That gentleman, that, the breakfast with that gentleman, Todd, um, that was after we got off the, the boat fishing. We were looking, you know, to, to get uh, lunch, but it was still uh, breakfast. They were still serving breakfast. So that's where we ended up, and, and he treated me for breakfast. So, very it's, nice. Man, that's... This is what it's all about, man. Friends making friends. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> so anything else? Uh, any, any other highlights from the trip? The after hours. Oh, love uh, those. For sure. I did Magic Kingdom twice, and I did the Hollywood Studios after hours. And both, both, all three of those nights, I was able to get every attraction in that I wanted to, and then some in the three hour time frame, And, and I didn't, especially the first two, I didn't actually, I got grabbed drinks as I was, you know, walking by if there wasn't a line, but I didn't have popcorn even the first two. I did the third one, but, uh, those, those after hours, I mean, for sure, even you, you were talking to Mike earlier where he doesn't have any park tickets. It'd almost be worth it to do magic kingdom, you know, for the three hours, because you can, you can literally yeah. do everything you want to. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. How was Hollywood Studios? Because I've never done one there. I know I've done Magic Kingdom like a bunch of times, but did it feel crowded? Because like Magic Kingdom, it doesn't feel too crowded, but I know Hollywood Studios is smaller. It, it did at first. Um, the interesting thing was that evening. So I, I went to those parks earlier in the evening, you know, got in before six because that was the park I had my reservation for. Um, studios had a couple of conventions that were in there um, mm-hmm. during the evening. Um, so it was pretty crowded at nine thirty. So the, the party started after hours started at nine thirty. Um, but at nine thirty, they had the, they were doing the projection slash fireworks show on the uh, Chinese theater. So I was just kind of hanging out after that, the crowds definitely dispersed. Um, the, the funny thing was, is you could tell I was watching ride wait times on my phone as I was moving around and you could tell the crowd would go from uh, slinky dog. And then that crowd went straight to rise because the rise of the resistance actually jumped up to 15 minutes at one point um, with oh, wow. that crowd, but then slinky dog dropped to 20. So nice. That's smart. Yeah. And then that, yeah, the, the, the last thing I did on the way out was I did uh, runaway railway twice. I just did that at Disneyland. Same ride. Q's better at Disneyland because it's like a brand, you know, like they learned obviously from it Florida. Belongs in Disneyland. The great movie ride should have stayed. In I Florida. agree. That's I, I agree. Feel, it's a great ride in Toontown. It's perfect for Toontown out there. Yeah. Right. Or it could yep. have gone to animation courtyard or yeah. like the launch bay is yep. in the studio. I a hundred percent agree. Should have been in launch bay. Should have put it there. Yep. But the, the worst <clears> thing though is, is doing after hours till one or 1230 a.m. or 1 a.m. having fishing the next day. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's a tough turnaround. We used to talk about that years and years ago. I call it the extra magic hours trap because you would try to do like the evening extra magic hours and then you would try to do the morning extra magic hours the next day. It doesn't work. You got to pick. You can't do you can't do back to backs. It would kill you. It catches you. 
It wears you out. Afternoon naps became a requirement. Yeah. Oh yeah. I need those every day. I mean, just, just to survive living at this point. But when you're at the contemporary, those are nice, <laughs> those are nice naps though. <laughs> yeah, yep, absolutely. Yeah. No kidding. Well, I'm glad you had a good trip. Now I want yeah, steakhouse. It, it was it was interesting being back in the parks after three years and well, mm-hmm. actually after four years for me because really when I was there in 2020, I did not go in the parks. Um, the only I'm, thing that I that I didn't get to do was I didn't really do much of World Showcase in Epcot. I did the front half. I I didn't really uh, get to do you know go around the country. By that point in the trip, my feet and legs and, and back were, were really starting to complain. So I just kind of took it easy and, and, and didn't overdo it because I had fishing the next morning. So welcome to the club. That's what I, that's, that's how it was the last night at Disneyland. I'm like, I'm seeing Fantasmic and I'm going to stand here for 30 minutes. If my back, my back was killing me. I didn't care. I was like, my back is not going to make me miss Fantasmic. I'm going to see that pirate ship come by. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I get it. The, the <laughs> thing is, uh, of the one thing to to not get a lot of time with, that's the part that hasn't changed hardly at all. You know, except for Ratatouille. You know, there's not much that's changed since 2020 for World Showcase countries that I can think of. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So. I, I I I made Mexico and Norway, um, <laughs> and I did. I had spent you know quite a bit of time in the land and in the seas. You know. Um, being a solo trip, I, I only had to argue with myself as to what to do next. And, and I was taking the time on this trip to see a lot of things that I could just take however long I wanted to. Animal Kingdom with the Gorilla Falls and, and all of that. And then, like, the, the seas, just sitting and watching the, the manatees, you know, for 20 minutes if I felt like it. It's awesome. I know. Then once you look at the manatees, you're like, if I swim around, do I look like a manatee after I've been eating out like for a week down here? <laughs> is that what I look like? <laughs> like if I was in a, in a, is that what I look like back at the uh, pop century pool? <laughs> Too many buffets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Start pondering things like that on solo trips when you don't have anybody to talk to. Uh, yeah, I've been there. It's <laughs> not good. Anyway, wait, we got run, but uh, it's good talking to you and uh, don't be a stranger. I'm so glad you had a good time. We got to catch. We got to catch up when I get up to Chicago to see Paige. Eventually, she's in Dallas right now, though. That's a problem. She's everywhere except Chicago and St. Louis. So, but yeah, we'll catch definitely. up. Definitely, I think the three of us really should try and make plans to go see a ball game. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, I, I definitely want to get up there to see. Now, I know you're a White Sox fan, but I want to go see. I, I love Wrigley. I don't like the Cubs, but oh, I love no, Wrigley. No, no, so. no, I won't. I won't go there. Okay. All right. All right. All right. No, we we go we go to do what's it what's it called now? You a Comiskey, but uh, what what they call it now? Guaranteed rate. Guaranteed rate. Yeah, I can never keep track of all those corporate names. So hard. All right. Hey, Mark, take care, buddy. Uh, It's good to talk to you. I'm glad you had a great trip. Yep. Take care, guys. All right. See you later, Mark. Good to see you. All right. So we take one more call real quick at 407-413-9395, 407-413-9395. He is a great fisherman. If you don't know Mark, he goes out and fishes, and that's kind of the goal of his trip. It's so funny because just tonight we've been talking, and people have different um, – well, let's make that the last call because we're a little bit over time. But everybody has different goals for their vacations, and that's what's great about a place like Walt Disney World, even Disneyland, is that you can go out there and, like, you're there for the theme parks, and that's kind of what the focus is for a lot of people. That's kind of but, how it starts. That's how, kind of how your planning starts, right, though, right? Like, 100%. Like you go through the cycle. You kind of hit on it earlier, or, or Mike did when he said – 
you guys are kind of there at the same where my family is now and we're like more into the resorts mm-hmm. and the dining and stuff where your first few trips are all about the theme parks because like that's what's new that's what draws you initially right and then you learn more about the resorts and the downtown disney or disney springs and like your trips slow down more i think as you go more which is fine it's okay it is. It, it, it that, that is the thing that I think Walt Disney World has over Disneyland is the scope, right? I mean, oh, yeah, you can't go to Disneyland to go fishing for a week. And I mean, Mark literally, I mean, there's no water at Disneyland. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know where you fish. <laughs> exactly. I, mean, yeah. I can't go fishing for five minutes. Uh, yeah. Is there a carnival game somewhere where you throw like the magnetic <laughs> magnetic thing to the little magnetic fish? I don't know. Um, but you know, you just have the scope of that. You know, you got the water parks, like Michael mentioned, you know, you Go to Typhoon Lagoon, go to Blizzard Beach, spend some time. And, you know, downtown Disney and Disney Springs are similar, but of course, Disney Springs is larger. You could go there two or three days to take to see everything. You can easily do downtown Disney in a day uh, at Disneyland. But it's just it's one of those things. It's nice to have both options. That's why I'm glad, you know, so many of our listeners for for over a decade, you know, we've been in the show for 15 years, like Mike, Mike, you got to get to Disneyland. You'll love it. And I just poo pooed it forever because I was like, two theme parks, like two small theme parks in downtown Disney. Like that sounds stale. That's what the old Disney Springs was called. Like they changed that at, at Disney world. Cause it was old. Like now we have Disney Springs. That's better. Downtown Disney's the old hat, you know, and three hotels, man, you kidding me? 22 at Walt Disney world, like three hotels, like boring. And like, you can see the, you can see the McDonald's, you can see Denny's. Like I just, I had this perception and I was there for, three and a half days. And I was in the bubble. Cause I took a lift from LAX got dropped off the Disneyland hotel, did not leave property there, did not leave that area until I got in my lift to go back to LAX. So it was very much like Walt Disney world when I was there. Cause I stayed on property. So, and I didn't, you know, the, the smallness was a blessing. Like I, everything I wanted to do was just so close and walkable. I loved it. But, but Walt Disney world scope and options you know, options. Everybody can have a unique trip, you know, theme parks. You can go down and yeah. just chill the resort. When it comes to attractions, they both have about the same amount of attractions. Like Disneyland just kind of crams them all into those two where it's more spread out of all Disney. World. So like attraction wise, yeah, it's the same, but as you said, it's the scope, it's the, the transportation. I mean, you had the monorail yes. at Disneyland, but you have like the skyline or all the boats, yep. like even a bus is fun sometimes, Agreed. you know, like, you know, like depending if it's not crowded or not, but like, then all the resorts and yeah, like the scope. And like, that's why I hate asking that question, answering that question. I get asked that all the time at work, you know, with people that are planning trips, like, well, which one do you like better? It's so hard it's to different. answer because they're both, they're different, right? Yeah. Um, very similarities, but like, I just can't answer it. It's like picking a favorite child because like there's things about both that I love more than the other, but altogether they're, they're just both great um, vacation destinations and I love them both. But see, you're allowed to have a favorite child. See, I don't. I didn't know that was a rule or not. See, I don't know. <laughs> See, you can. You can. I'm smart. I, I only have one. Exactly. I can't. You know, like uh, that's one thing you got over me, man. If I do, I'm in yeah. big trouble. So, anyway, <laughs> well, hey, thanks for hanging with us. Uh, shout out to Michael here in St. Louis who's tuned in. Know, did the St. Louis full marathon. It's called the Go. Um, today was a, a tough day to run. It was super windy here in St. Louis. So, shout out to running those 26.2. That's an amazing accomplishment any day. But the weather was not great today in St. Louis for running. It was very gusty and very windy. And uh, congratulations on that. And plus, probably go, not Michael, as entertaining. Awesome. I wouldn't think it was as entertaining as Florida. Uh, no, I can tell you. No, it isn't. <laughs> I can tell you St. Louis, no, it's not as fun. But it was probably kind of exciting. 
So congratulations on that. Thanks everybody who joined hopefully, us. Hopefully here. Michael stopped for a white castle at one point on the, on the racetrack. That was the, what was that? That was the uh, hot chocolate, hot chocolate. We did yeah. that. Yeah. That was, dude, it was so cold that day. It was so cold that day, but we did have uh, some sliders mid race. I never had one before. That's why you did it. Like uh, I never had a white castle yeah, slider. So. I ran into that white castle. Like, give me a, a box of them. And they're like, <laughs> are you in the race? Yes. Are you supposed to be getting these? I don't know, but give me a box. And that's what happens when you run run Disney races. You're used to hopping into yeah, places exactly. and getting beers they and random no stuff. And you, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I thought I was robbing the place. It was downtown. Um, it was not good. Anyway, we're going to jump out of here, but thanks for hanging with us here live on Facebook and YouTube. We'll be back again next. Well, next Sunday's Easter. So we'll see about that. I, I have family coming over, but they're usually gone by mid afternoon. Scott, you're going to be in town next weekend. I don't know. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, I don't do much. I don't, any, I don't okay. do anything for Easter. We have everybody over, but we have them for lunch. So, um, probably have a show next Sunday night. So join us seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock central. Have some fun talking, uh, Disney and probably talk a little sports, but you know how it goes. And of course, we have the shows coming out this Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday, we have a fun trip report. Uh, Wednesday, we'll be listener questions. And Friday, we'll be talking about all the cool stuff happening this summer for Disney 100 at Disneyland. And there's some cool stuff. Wondrous Journeys, the new fireworks show. They have a new uh, nighttime parade, which was very cool. I got to see that. We'll talk about the uh, California Food and Wine Festival that's going on right now. Oh, so easy and so good. And just some of the other stuff, observations. I rode a canoe full of Dodgers fans. There's a there's a Disney attraction that they hand you an oar and little kids have to put on life vests. And they, yeah. they, you got it. That's never running when I'm there. So dude, I've never gotten to do that. It before, is. Yeah. I, the whole time I was on this thing, I was like, this is insane that this is legal and that it is an attraction in 2023. 1958, I could see this being an attraction. That this thing is still around and that they let guests go out here in this nasty water. The girl in front of me was hitting me with her oar. This like six-year-old girl kept splashing me because she didn't know how to row. We'll talk about it on Friday. It was insanity. But it, it's just, it, I had a good trip. So we'll be talking about some of those stories and some of the stuff you can get ready if you go out to Disneyland here over the next uh, few months. We'll get you set for that. But we're going to get out of here. Don't forget our show is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. You know the deal. Just swing by the website, themagicforless.com. Fill out a quote form. We'll take care of you, especially Disney Cruise Line. Summer 2024 cruises are now available for everybody I promise to get you a great onboard credit as well. So again, the magic for less.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. When you shop online, that one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. Be our guest podcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you so very much to our patrons. You guys make all this possible. Couldn't do it without your support. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. This week, we're going to talk about teaching your daughter to drive and how driver's ed is different in 2023 than it was when I was in high school. It seems so much easier when I was in high school, but we'll talk about that on Mike in the Midwest. So if you want to get that to swing by, become a patron, patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give uh, Scott a follow on the social media at Scott. I'm at be our guest, Mike, Instagram and Twitter. All my pictures and videos are there from Disneyland this past week. So check those out and we'll get back together this week. But I appreciate you being a part of the show. Thank you so much for downloading, streaming the show. Just tuning in. We appreciate it so much. So for Scotty G up in Michigan, I'm Mike here in Missouri. You guys have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.